0: Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic,
1: and all things witchy and wonderful. Hello, all you smoldering sirens. Today's topic on the podcast is sluts. You know, women who are sexually promiscuous with a seemingly insatiable and maybe undiscerning desire for sex. And this is shameful. As always, I'm little Leah and with me is Carla Wainwright. Carla, how do you feel about the word slut?
0: Well, just like the word cunt, it's uh, pretty high up there in words that I actually really, really love. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're really trying to um, look at these words or give them some new meaning and uh, take away the stigma that's attached to them. So I'm, I'm excited to, to bring forth another word in our vocabulary that needs some rehab.
1: Absolutely. And I use slut all over the place and probably not for, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about today. Um, do you know the origin or where this word actually came from? Way back in the day. Was it from yeah. Grope? Was it from Grope Cunt Lane? <laughs> Probably was. <laughs>
0: oh, Grope Cunt Lane. <laughs> um, it's another really old word. Uh, it originally meant a dirty, slovenly woman. It actually also meant a woman who worked in the kitchen, interestingly. <laughs>
1: Which makes sense. Oh, it all makes sense now. My my best friend Jason and I we call each other the snack sluts because we love to eat. And I had no idea this came from a kitchen. I got to make a phone call after recording this.
0: It's like the kitchen wench <laughs> is also a slut.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's had a derogatory term for for quite some time. So probably a good good couple hundred years at least.
1: Yeah, we can yeah. probably thank the church for that. Is my guess. <laughs> Probably, and
0: um, there's a number of associations that we have with the word slut. So the first is that uh, she is a woman who is promiscuous, meaning she likes sex. Who doesn't? Actually, my definition of a slut is a uh, someone who likes sex. So that's a pretty, you know, bells on.
1: Awesome. My definition issue. of slut is just looking in the mirror. <laughs> We're gonna have to update so cool. the dictionaries. <laughs> Look in <the> mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a sinful word though, too, right? Isn't it?
0: Yeah, of course. It's a sinful word that you know to be a slut would be going against the morals of God and perhaps what you learned from your religion, the church, all of those sorts of things. So um, yeah, that if you were a slut, then you were you were going against um. Any type of religious teachings. And also, of course, that it's amoral, that if you're a slut and you enjoy sex and you like to do all of those things, then, um, yeah, then you're an, by by definition, you would also be someone who is amoral. Yeah.
1: You sure wouldn't be a virgin. You'd be considered a whore.
0: You'd be considered a whore, yes. So, um, in short, a woman who does is a whore and a woman who does not is a virgin. That's like the simple (laughs) definition.
1: That's pretty easy. Bucket A, bucket B, you know, you're either or.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the, the whole virgin horror dichotomy is is fascinating and kind of infuriating at the same time. And it's actually something that's been so fetishized. So uh, I just have to encourage you. Yeah. You know, I um I was going to say Google, but don't use Google, use something else, but it's not tracking all your stuff. But y- Google the word, the words virgin and whore, and just see what comes up. And you'll get, you know, maybe mm, like 5% info and 95% porn.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When the virgin became the whore.
0: The virgin became the whore. And so actually this all came from Freud. Of Um, course. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, So the whole idea of the virgin whore or Madonna whore complex and the idea is that a man um, cannot be sexually attracted to the saintly Madonna so typically his wife. Um, and he can't respect the woman who is sexual, the whore. And so this creates this, of course, this split that, uh, it's impossible to actually love and want to be with somebody, um, in a relationship that you, um, see as sexualized in some way, or you won't want to have sex with anybody that you see as somebody who might be the mother of your children.
1: Right. Um, I don't want to be yeah. violating her, but I'll definitely violate her. Cause I'm not even going to like marry her. And guess what? That still goes on to this day. It totally does. It and I don't really I, head straight, men. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I'm sure you remember The Breakfast Club. The of course. iconic movie. And uh, there's this line from Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club. Well, if you say you haven't, you're a prude. And if you say yeah. you have, you're a slut and it's a trap. That's right. <laughs> so it's a trap. Like you're either the virgin or you're the whore. And um, most of us don't really want to be associated as either, right? You know, we want to just be able to do what we want to do and not have these labels attached to them that really kind of pigeonhole us into these, these archetypes or characteristics that are completely, um, yeah, unfair and so limiting. And that's so
1: funny because it just proves right there that the misogyny has brainwashed its way into our brain and be like, oh my, she called me a virgin. I don't want to be a virgin. I've given one hand job. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and then we can go down the rabbit hole of what actually constitutes sex. <laughs> I did not have sex with that woman.
1: <laughs> just in her mouth, or just in her bum hole. Not her friend. Just all over her dress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so honestly, what it comes down to is like men are the real sluts here. They'll fuck anything. Man's yeah, absolutely. Slut. The term man slut, and we have to decipher the difference between not just sluts, which are only reserved for us. We have to call them a man slut. i I, I say man whore definitely yeah. over that, but it means exactly the same thing. So that's super misogynistic. Why, I, why do you think that is? the stud, the stud or the player doesn't have to be labeled you know, something so shitty.
0: Because, uh, you know, those kind of men are venerated, right? Like, ooh, look, he's so attractive to women that all these women want to sleep with him. And he's got another notch in his bedpost. And there's this sort of cachet or almost like, yeah, there's just this, people are in awe of the men who are just so sexually magnetic that they're able to be players or studs. And sometimes we refer to them as men sluts, but usually it's, they're given a, that is more of a term of endearment for sure. Slut is never really given, you know, unless you and I are talking about it or somebody's like reclaiming the word, but if, if it's used in the common vernacular, it's always used to disparage a woman.
1: Absolutely. No one gives a shit. If like a guy, if a guy banged a hundred chicks, They'd be like, woo, good for you. And if a woman banged a hundred men while well, we're a dirty fucking slutty whore. So yep. like, come on, why? Why in 2021 is this still a fucking thing?
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I think maybe we're making incremental minuscule. <laughs> movement away from, um, really, uh, determining a woman's worth by her enjoyment of sex and intimacy. Um, but we still have a long way to go because it's, it's still a term that's used. I mean, it's still a term that's used in, in schools. My kids are in high school. Like that is still a term that's, that's thrown around like, Oh, she's such a slut. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, um, yeah, I wanted to share a story about uh, the conditioning that that kids receive around this just from such a young age. So my kids are all in high school now. But a couple of years ago, um, when my girls were still in elementary school, um, one of my daughters got a note sent home uh, because she had for two times Well, one time she wore a tank top. Uh, with spaghetti straps oh my god these stories are
1: great they happen all over the world continue
0: yes and then she had another uh top it was a long sleeve top but the back had a, a cutout in the back and she basically got this um note home that that was unacceptable and didn't meet the dress code and there was actually in their agenda something you had to sign at the beginning of the year concerning the dress code, I never signed it. Like in all the years my kids were in school, I never signed it. So it was always blank. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even agree to that. But anyway, she she got this note to come home and she was of course really upset. And I went on a rampage (laughs) and writing the principal. And I was just so... I, I could not believe, and this is like two years ago, but the fact that we were still at a point where we were telling girls what was acceptable to wear and policing their bodies. and this preaching that modesty was like this code of etiquette that needed to still be upheld in some way. and and the messaging that that was sending to young people, like not just girls, but also boys. And this is where this kind of this whole idea of like slut shaming. So if you wear spaghetti straps and you're ten, well. You know, you might be permissed, you might be one day promiscuous, or you're, you know, a slut in training, or some kind of bullshit like that. And um, it also like totally hypersexualizes kids. Anyway, so I completely lost my shit. And as a result of that, they actually ended up taking out that code of conduct.
1: Ah, up- yeah. Fuck you, society. <laughs> Fuck you, school district. Cause that's, that's silly. How about like, you know, and by putting that focus on there, it's telling little boys right from the, get. well, you're not allowed to wear this. Oh, well look at little Susie Q. Look at how thin her spaghetti straps are, (laughs) you know, like they're fueling the fire when they could just ignore it. I mean, if there's no nipples hanging out or, you know, wearing assless chaps to your grade five, like, I don't know, picnic. It should be (laughs) okay. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, how
0: often are boys called out for their clothing choices? So, you know, to to circle back to this whole word of like slut and all of these words that are so damaging for women, kids are taught this at such a young age of that there are rules and morals that one gender needs to follow, but the other gender does not. Right. And it's it's so unacceptable. And so until we start changing those things actively, and a lot of it, actually, the parents have to really take a very hard look at their own attitudes, um, because there are a lot of parents who uphold those kinds of standards and those kind of moral, whatever they call them, principles, bullshit like that. Um, but really seeing how damaging and how insidious it is and the consequences of those actions, Um, you know, the learning that comes from that. And then this kind of like branding in the psyche of ways of behaving, of ways of being, of name calling, all of these things. It it starts at such a young age.
1: Yeah. Um, There's a book that you're particularly fond of, The Ethical Slut. You want to want to tell the reader, the readers, the listeners, book, read, listen, podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to share those of
0: you who are interested in uh, the world of being a slut and what that means. And it can mean a lot of things. OK, so it like I for me, like I said, being a slut is just meaning that you enjoy sex. And and I have a an inkling that most of our listeners enjoy sex. Mm-hmm. So you might try that moniker on calling yourself a slut. So if you're interested in learning more about how to navigate uh, what that means, there's a great book called The Ethical Slut, written by Janet Hardy and Dossie Easton. And um, it's sold like thousands and thousands of copies. And it's kind of about a few things. So it's it's in terms of the whole um, living as a slut, it talks about moving beyond conventional Monogamy, but it also talks about just how to learn better skills for love, sex, and intimacy, which are things that all of us absolutely, um, you know, really should feel uh, passionate about. And so, if you want to dive deep and get to know your inner slut, I really highly, highly recommend reading this book.
1: You know, I always say that I'm a retired slut. And now that like, from your perspective, that would mean that I just don't like sex anymore. And that's just not true. So I have to, I still have to be a slut, everyone, mom, I'm sorry, I hope you're not listening to this. Um, I guess I'm still a slut. I'm not retired, because I never stopped liking it. Mm. But you know, like, One of the queens, one of the queen icons of the world, she said it best. Here's a really great quote from Madonna. If you want to be a virgin, you are welcome. But if you want to be a whore, it's your fucking right to be so. Amen. Right? Amen is right. Amen is right. Yeah.
0: So powerful.
1: So do you, off the top of your head, on the fly, how are some ways that, you know, us slut witches can reclaim that? Um...
0: Well, I think, first of all, it's just trying the word on for size, just like the word cunt when we were talking about that. Oh, whisper I can... it
1: in a corner if you listened to it in the other episode, just go, slut, slut. I am a slut. Oh, is this like, what is it called? ASMR. <laughs> we need to find some slutty ASMR. Slut, slut. Hey, Ooh. I'm open for other recordings, so you know how to find us. <laughs> I like how that sounds. Okay, so you can try (laughs) that
0: on. (laughs) You can read that book, The Ethical Slut. Uh, You can reexamine some of the ways that language is used that maybe you have used, continue to use, that your friends use. Maybe, you know, I'm not such a huge fan on calling people out because that usually creates conflict, but you can call people in and Mm -hmm. have a discussion about, you know, the power of words and what their meanings are. And uh, yeah, help to change that. Yeah. Just to help to change the understanding and ways of using these words that actually can really empower us instead of tear us down. So yeah, just be curious. And, you
1: know, as always, we want to know what you think. Do you use slut in your everyday life? How do you use it? Is it funny? Is it offensive? And uh, in addition to that, What do you guys want to hear in future episodes of the Radical Sex Witches podcast? Drop us a line on our socials. All of our links are uh, in the show notes. And if you're feeling ever so kind, we would also be super grateful if you left us a review. Uh, Next time, we're going to be talking about a wonderful time of the year, the summer solstice. Ah, just saying that I feel the warmth on my skin. How about you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, summer solstice, especially for us up here in the north, longest day of the year. All that sunshine is awesome.
1: Just live for it. Anyways, as always, I'm Little Leah.
0: And I'm Carla. And we are the Radical Sex Witches. And we will see you next time. Are you curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to EmbracingShaktiTemple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally, let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and magic.